Welcome to Plato's Gravity. I'm Aaron. Aaron. I said that already. Gravity Plato's to welcome. Mm. Did I get that right? No. That's embarrassing. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do. I just said no. Okay. Well, I was doing dumb. I was. I, I have a really important question. Yeah. Who are you? I. That's. Man, that is a deep question. Actually, fun fact for listeners at home: I have the. Um, Jason. Uh, yes. Jason. Yes. Okay. So I actually have uh, from the. Um, who was the crazy woman in Greece who used to just shout nonsense? It's a whole country. I don't know. Who the crazy, not the modern ancient Greece. Um, <laughs> The Oracle at Delphi. The, the Oracle at Delphi. So the priestess of Apollo, uh-huh. right? She used to... Um, at the, the temple to Apollo at Delphi where the Oracle sat yeah. and uh, or stood, depending on what she was doing, and would give prophecies. Uh, that temple had uh, inscripted above the doorway uh, two sayings, one of which was um, made in a gone, which means nothing in excess. And clearly we're doing a beer podcast. We believe in at least a little bit of excess. No, just a little bit. On a- well, you know, I mean, no one has to drink beer. Ever. Okay. Grant the point. Keep going. Right. Okay. Uh, and then also they had inscribed above the door, maybe to the side. I don't know. I wasn't there, but they also had inscribed, uh, Gnothe Seauton, which I have tattooed on my arm, mm-hmm. which is in fact, know yourself. Know yourself. So when you ask me the question of who am I, I'm suddenly overwhelmed with existential crises, and I just can't even. How relieved were you when I said your name? It was, thank God. (laughs) Thank the gods. All right, as we do on our... Hail uh, Dionysus. Bi-weekly sparges, we are drinking a beer together, uh, followed by some fun conversation. Today we are drinking... Uh, Incubus, Incubus oh. from Heretic Brewing. Pardon me while I burn. So we're actually gonna Dear. we're gonna be inspired by the beer we're drinking today, and we're gonna have a heretic show. So we're gonna talk about famous heretics. Yeah, Aaron, what's a famous heretic? We're not there yet. We need to talk about the beer first. Oh, the beer is dark and creamy and all kinds of delicious, and I very much enjoy putting this in my body. What I've realized, I don't know if it's because it's the winter. But the heavy beers that we've had on, just, just love it. Just love it to death. And, like, even though I love a good hoppy beer, the last time that we had a hoppy beer on, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. I think the weather's getting to me, man. I think yeah. I need something to warm me up from the days where there's no goddamn sunshine. And this this thing is doing a really fun thing for me where, like, when I first taste it, it's, like, roasty and goodness. Mm-hmm. And then, like... As it sinks into my tongue, it tastes like chocolate, but not at the beginning. That's what she said. Oh, damn it, Jason. <laughs> damn it, Jason. Pardon me while I So, no, so like it has like this chocolatey flavor that's not there at the beginning, and it's really good. Yeah. And the barrel the barrel's really subtle, but but definitely there. You know, and and I so I've had a couple sips of it, and I just got a little bit of the heat, a little, because it's 12%. Yeah, like it's, it's a, a little hot. It's a big boy, and it does not. It doesn't hit you up front, but it is there. It does sort of say, "Hello, hi, fellas, I'm here." For listeners at home, every time Aaron has tried to say a word, he is, I have nah. said something as the beer in a funny voice. I think this beer sounds different. <laughs> 
hello. I can't do a deep voice. I just naturally have like a like I sound like someone who wears glasses. Just keep talking. I can modulate it on the on the on the. I sound like someone who wears. <laughs> <laughs> That's I didn't do anything. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but I want so this is a, a Zamil Zanishev beer. Um, Zamil. Jamil. Jamil. Jamil Zanishev. He's famous ah. in the beer world. Yes, he is. I thought yeah. you said Zamil. No, I might have, uh, but I said Jamil. Ah. Uh, so um, he he uh, he has this nice little article on on beer uh, beersinsack.com about how he became a heretic, and it's five lessons uh, that he learned from Heretic Brewing Company. So. Um, and actually, this is from Jamil and Liz Zanishev. I don't want to to be uh, not inclusive of the of the uh, of the author the the uh, source of this article. So, um, I think they're good rules. We're going to read them real quick, and then we're going to hop into some heretics. Right, we that can don't have read to do with beer. like nerds. It's fine. <laughs> uh, know thy neighbor and accept their beer from over the fence when offered. Damn straight. I think that's great. I think like. Stop being cocky sons of bitches yeah. to some of the beer snobs, and I think that's it's really good. Like, drink, put a hams in your face. Yeah, relax and have if a homebrew. I brew. give you Charlie, a ham. Oh Charlie yeah, Hams. have a have a homebrew too. Yeah, um, ham, hams was homebrew at some point, people. So I, I think the the second one is is really good. Humility is great. Uh, know thy suckiness and work hard to make your craft better. I accept that I'm awful. Well, I mean, I don't think he was talking to you specifically. Oh, uh, all right. I mean, I'm fine. I'm okay. All right. Uh, this one, uh, Jason, I think you and I need to maybe work on this a little bit. Wear um, pants. No, uh, damn it. We have pants on. Know thy partner and create a damn fine story together. Oh. What What's you, our story, what Jason? You, what do you mean? We, uh, we... We have a very specific story. Do you I mean, want to actually we, go into this story? We can't. It's only we a, ended up in a room with two microphones and no pants on. Yeah. And suddenly we had a podcast about beer. It's really, amazing. It's a beautiful story. Tale um, as old as time. There's there's also one turntable in this room, so we've really gotten it backwards. Is there what? Is there a turn? I have a record collection. Should Ooh, we one turntable and two microphones? That's not. Oh uh, uh, god. <laughs> I made a music reference on the show. That was nice. Have you it been listening to Beck? Beck? That was yes. in fact Beck. <laughs> that was that was Beck. You know what? Uh, I've seen Beck live twice, and uh, he sucked one time and was amazing the second time. And did he forget one of his turntables the second time? No, I think uh, no. The second time he was opening for you too, and he was amazing. And I, any hipster out there who wants to be like, you went to see you too? Yes, I did, and I love you. Thank you for judging me. Well, and I think I think you really you read us into Jamil's les- next lesson. Mm. This is our third straight sparge, by the way, guys. You lead us into Jamil's next lesson. Jamil, teaching us: seek not to bring others down, but talk about others with dignity in the midst of their wrongdoing. Yeah, come on, Anheuser Busch. Yeah, uh, uh, I think uh, perhaps uh, most notably. Um, Referenced in the song uh, "Don't Bring Me Down" by ELO um, when they were talking to Bruce. Yeah. Don't bring me down. Don't don't do it, Bruce. Uh, awkward silence. All right, last one. Last one. We gotta we gotta we actually talk about some heretics later yeah. in the show. Uh, treat everyone like they are the most important person in the tap room. It actually, just says room, but then has tap hi- parenthetically. That's beautiful. 
I love it. I, I think these are great. These are great lessons. And it's uh, sort of interesting that they're slightly biblical in that we're talking about heretics now. Well, I mean, heretics um, as defined. In fact, he is calling himself a heretic, and so he would be putting himself in a, uh, a somewhat biblical context. He's the, going against the grain. The first person, the first definition of a heretic, according to Google, who has supplanted Webster as the word definition source, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is a person believing in or practicing a religious heresy? Okay. He used heresy in the definition. I thought that was against the rules in defining stuff. Yeah, I mean, where, I, you would lose points in debate. Where's Webster? Not that I would do debate. Not that I'm a nerd. Uh, or a person holding an opinion at odds with what is generally accepted. Ah, yes. Yes, this is good. So, Jason, can you think of any historical figures that you think would be interesting to talk about who were heretics? Um, there was uh, Jamil Zanishev. I mean... Yes, and he made this amazing beer, so and I'm glad he so was at odds with other people. Well, the the first one that comes to mind is uh, uh, Mr. Martin Luther, mm. and and that is not. Um, I I will admit that it is hard to say Martin Luther talking about the historical figure without uh, immediately saying King Junior talking about the other historical figure, right? Whom uh, is the namesake of? Martin Luther. Martin Luther, right. Am I making that up? You look at me like, okay. I'm just not that good at history. Well, I mean, maybe it is just a good name. Yeah, well, I think um, in in an interesting way, um, by the definition, a person holding an opinion at odds with what is generally accepted, you could consider them both heretics. You could indeed. Um but uh, I, I very think uh, yeah. What what's interesting is that heresy, while it's meant to have be like negatively connoted, um, as negatively it, canoodled, connoted, okay. connoted. You can don't negatively canoodle, positively canoodle, positively canoodle, but negatively connote. But I, I think in the same way that that this beer is tremendous. I think a lot of times good things come when people buck the system a little bit. Yeah, uh, and I think you know. Martin Luther was addressing some significant issues with the Catholic Church. At We're the talking time. about um, uh, buying buying forgiveness, right? Yes, uh, yes. What is that was the, one of his. That was one of his. That was one of his theses. He was pretty upset about that. Yeah, indulgences. Is indulgences. What they, indulgences. Yeah, which is like candy for me. I have sometimes I will indulge <laughs> I myself have in indulgence. some candy. No, an indulgence. It's like, oh, you do a thing, and then you can just pay money, and then you don't have to be culpable for that thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's 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 mass corruption throughout the church's history, and Martin Luther just put his foot down and said no more. Um, so you know, and I think the any any good Catholic theologian will will tell you that Martin Luther helped the church come to a new understanding of itself and to grow. Uh, into a better place and to overcome some of that corruption, even though they'll say he went too far and he. So this is uh, uh, is Martin Luther in in the opinion of the Catholics of the Church, of which I am one, right? Not all R- right, but of of the Church, and you are schooled and versed in the Church. I am very schooled and versed in the Church. Is Martin Luther in hell, or is he? Oh. Where, like, where is he in terms of like? Does is God okay with what he did? So the answer to that question is I don't know. Okay. The That's, answer to the question, according to what the church says, is we don't know. Okay. Okay. So he, he, you 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 don't know. All right. Well, and that's fair. I mean, that's belief in essence, right? So, but you don't. Know. Interesting, fun stuff. The the Catholic Church will will 
proclaim certain people to be in heaven. Okay. And that is what it means to be a saint. Okay. So they're just, they get like a early, they get like the pass at Disney where you know when you get to go in and you're like up there on no, space. No, it's, it's always posthumously. Okay. But if the church calls you a saint, what they're saying is we confirm that you are in Are heaven. on God's space mountain. Right. Okay. So, so yeah. So, but... I wouldn't say, I think that the church wouldn't preclude anyone from going to heaven because of the greatness of God's mercy. So that's so to say Martin Luther is definitely in hell would be certainly wrong from the, from the Catholic theological perspective. Sure. Uh but to say that he's certainly in heaven would be also wrong. Uh and then from a very personal perspective, um No, I I I think he probably made I I I would hope he made the cut. The fucking balls on that dude. Like, at the time where he nails his uh, thesis to the door, right? Yeah, you said, you made reference to his balls, and then you said at the time he nails stuff. Right, right. Well, when he fucks that door up (sighs) by putting a nail into it uh, with his this shit's fucked letter, Yeah, right? The Catholic Church kind of runs most of Europe. And most of... And, and not just, not just like, from a governmental standpoint, like, a very powerful position. Yeah. And he just walks up and he's like, no, what you're doing is, well, oh, it's garbage. And the schism that it creates... Like, it's, it's hard to imagine something that had more lasting repercussions. We still feel repercussions mm. from that. The same as we actually, I kind of think, feel repercussions from, like, the plague, where it wiped out so many people and so many things had to be rebuilt. Or um, World War Two, so many people just got just dead. Just, right. just dead. Right? Like, and this is one man deciding, this is what I believe. And he's, which I guess in... In the case of World War Two, is that as well? I'm less agreeable about that one. Very much less agreeable. You're less agreeable about World War Two. Uh, well, about like the one man standing up and saying, "This is what I believe," because in the, instead of being like, "I believe that God loves everyone," he was more like, "I believe we should kill everyone but me." That doesn't seem correct. That yeah. seems heretical. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a dick move, Hitler. <laughs> it was a dick move, but I, but I think you know we we talked about Martin Luther, and then you alluded to to Martin Luther King Jr. I think uh, what's sad sometimes is that people who take a stance that's contrary to the opinion sometimes pay the price for other people's progress. Uh, and of course, Martin Luther King Jr. paid the ultimate price. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's you know. In some ways, though, it is the uh, the nail on the door. It is the thing that made people look and like, oh. Something has to change. We cannot remain at the status quo. And enough things. There was a like a. a it was a movement. There was a like a tidal wave of things happening leading up to this that people were like, "Oh fuck, we cannot continue existing like this. This is not the status quo that we can maintain. Either we'll break or they'll break." Everyone's gonna break. We have to change something. Well, and I think maybe we can like redefine heresy here for a second. Right. Here's the thing. Here's what we know about. But, but, but so you might not know. Here's what I know about the church. 
because um, the, the 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 church is kind of the reference point because the church is the one most often just calling people heretics. Sure, because uh, they say, well, I, it's I do it against, sometimes. It's against but... the church heresy, blah, blah blah. So, but here's the thing: the church doesn't call like people heretics willy nilly. Like it's a technical. So, term. for example, I worked for the church for a long period of time. Right? Did they willy or nilly? You? And if I said to you, Jason, um, ah, well, the church says, uh, let me make it something stupid so that I, so that I don't open any like political political cans. So like, oh, the church says that lying is wrong, mm-hmm. but then I let's say that I personally believe that lying wasn't wrong, mm-hmm. and then I had a conversation with my boss who was a priest at the time, and I said, hey, you know, I, I really think it's okay to lie in some circumstances, like. There's different things that go on. Like, I think it can be fine. Like, he wouldn't be like, oh, heretic. Blah. You sinner. You suck. No. The only way that you get called a heretic is if you try to publicly teach something contrary to the church. Ah. So so I think, in a way, we can almost define heresy as someone who's willing, who, who believes so strongly in in something that they're willing to take the take a brave and courageous step to help people to see the world in a different way to influence it's the uh the platonic cave from the republic oh gosh yeah we can go into the you walk out of the cave yeah. you see so much shit and you go back in the cave is it your duty to tell those people oh man i kind of well yeah. okay it depends Did you on... just do we just go to the allegory of the cave well we could or we could talk about incubus the the beer is called incubus it is pardon me Oh, is that a musical reference? Did I In miss tune it? Of I believe it's supposed to be a Destiny's Child song. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, if 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 Queen Bey wants to cover Incubus, the Incubus is a demon, and I think more commonly because I'm a because we're dudes, we're probably more uh, familiar with the female counterpart, which is the Succubus. Right. But in either case, like. Are you aware of what the Incubus does? No. What the Succubus does? Nine. They basically sex you to death. Oh, that seems bad. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, good than bad. I mean, there's an episode about... Uh, there's an episode of Futurama about this. Right. Um, no, it's interesting. Like, that's an interesting choice of names. They're really going... They're really going for it. Well, I think uh, it's been a, a tremendous beer. Uh, we only got to talk about a couple of heretics on the yeah, show. Yeah, uh, Galileo, um, when he decided that he couldn't not talk about what he was seeing through his telescopes, I think, is another important heresy. Right. I mean, it's another It's another time where he said, okay, I'm going to suffer for speaking my mind, yeah. but I believe so strongly in this thing that I can't not proclaim it and risk the 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 result of, of public malignment. I made up a word. Malignment? Malignment, yeah. Yeah. Pu- public, public, uh. Malignating. Cancer? That's. Yes, and I, I'm going to risk being a cancer on the public. Right. Or <laughs> I'm going to risk. I'm going to risk my own comfort. I'm going to risk my own. My own life, possibly. I mean, own, if you look yeah, at. And, uh, you know what? Things got real hard there during uh, certain periods of the world. Yeah. So I, I, I think the current we'll, period of the the world right we'll, now. we'll define heretic now as someone who's willing to risk their life to to change the world. Yes. Are there any heretics right now? Um certainly there are. Yes. Well, I mean, if you if you if we're still going from the very narrow perspective of according to the Catholic Church, well there's tons of heretics. Well, are there <laughs> is there are there people that are currently declared as heretics right now? Uh yeah, like there's the whole like 
there's there's heretics on like both sides of the political spectrum too. Do you know there's like there's like little like sects of church of of like like uber catholic people who are like oh the current church is too modern we need to go back and say this tridentine latin mass the only time and so they say that the only true church is just to only have mass in latin and they're considered heretics by the church what do, how so, do they feel about pig latin uh one hat way <laughs> <laughs> so no i mean there's definitely modern day heretics but, but, like but again but again ah. obviously the 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 word throughout history has has been in reference to like religious uh you know whether or not you're in line with the current religious powers but i but i think you know in a very general sense of course there's heretics there's heretics all the time you know what there's heretics that you're like if you work at a company that's a shit company and they have a bad culture and someone speaks out to try to make everyone's lives better like that Mm. person's a heretic Mm. but also like let's not so like it can be negatively connoted because if you work in an amazing company and you have one person who's just like you know what this i want you all to fucking suffer because you're all happy and i hate how happy you are in the mud like that person is a heretic in in a way right if they just go against the norm they're going against the grain but but i wanted this show to be about creating a positive spin on the word heresy which is i think is, is very possible and i think there's a lot of heretics who we should all be grateful to i think uh, i'll tell you what i'm gonna do aaron uh the next the next sparge maybe not the next sparge eventually i'm gonna buy this beer again all right we're gonna have some more heretic we're gonna have some more heretic we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about specifically who we think are the modern positive heretics modern positive heretics in the future yeah on the sparge all right, guys, we want to thank you for joining us. Uh, if you have any comments or feedback uh, for the show, please hit us up on the socials at Plato's Gravity on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Untapped, or you can email us at podcast at platosgravity.com. Live journal, Friendster. In the meantime, we don't do those things. Uh, <laughs> in for the, the me- listeners at home, I don't think Aaron knows. In the meantime, spend some time philosophizing about the world, brew some beer. 